0: The optimal life in spite of what you claim all around the USA on a long drum train Yes, yeah, still your president the show our nation's pride America, God bless our 45 Come with soul.
1: It Ryan Weaver, welcome brother, how are you?
0: Uh, doing good man, how are you doing?
1: Doing good, doing good. Got outside today, got some fresh air with my kids. Uh, this COVID nineteen thing is just—it's just crazy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I work from home, so uh, I'm just happy to be healthy and and safe. And as a country music artist, my office is my house. So, mm. uh, although I have no shows scheduled for the rest of the year, speaking engagements or motivational speaking opportunities, um, I'm happy to be healthy and safe.
1: No doubt about it. If there's ever a time, I've said this recently on one of my podcasts too, but I know you'll appreciate this. If there's ever a time where people, I don't care what your political views are, uh, but if you've ever been unsure on whether people should have the right to bear arms, now is the time more than ever that you realize just how powerful the government is if they truly want to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Y- you know what I'm saying? Like, like anyone that's that's thought that, hey, just let's just hand all of our guns in, and we'll be okay because the government would never do anything. I'm not saying the government's done anything wrong right now, but it just goes to show you how powerful they are. If they they'll just shut you down.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, a lot of folks on both sides of the aisle, or whichever way they think uh, politically, um, they're all understanding that. Protecting your home and protecting yourself, uh, you know, when you're out of your home is extremely important, especially during these times when uh, every, everything is so uncertain, and we haven't even gotten to the worst of it yet. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, uh, I agree with you. Um, you're a former military. Talk about uh, your experience. What was it, Black Hawk?
0: Yeah, I was a military intelligence analyst. Went straight out of high school into the army, and uh, as an intelligence analyst. Uh, 96 Bravo at the time, turned to 35 Fox now for the Army folks out there. And then uh, as an E6 promotable, I went to Warrant Officer Candidate School and Flight School in 1999 and 2000 and became a Black Hawk Aviator out of Flight School. Wow. Yeah. What
1: what exactly does that mean? Because, you know, majority of us only see that kind of stuff in the movies. So when you say Black Hawk Aviator, what, what are you doing?
0: Uh, flying hillock, flying blackhawks i mean warrant officers are technical experts in the the military you know you have technical experts in every job field that there are out there in the warrant officer side of it and uh as an aviator that's your job is to fly Mm -hmm. uh once you progress during your career you branch off into different um other jobs like operations and uh maintenance and safety and uh, instructor pilot uh, duties but uh I didn't uh, fly for long enough in the military to branch off into that next step, but I was still honored to to say that I flew helicopters and uh, retired as a W-3.
1: Yeah, thank you for your service, man. I appreciate Uh, that. And and I know you come from a long line of of military family, uh, from what I've seen, and um, I believe uh, you had some unfortunate losses. Uh, If you wouldn't mind talking about that, I think you lost a brother and a brother-in-law in combat
0: yeah we we um uh my grandfather was in World War II he's a belly gunner um my dad is a marine my oldest brother Steve was a warrant officer and a helicopter pilot a Kiowa warrior pilot and uh he still flies for a civilian company my older brother Aaron was in the Ranger Regiment in ambush in Mogadishu for the that the movie of Black Hawk Down was made after and he was a cancer survivor and was non-deployable and he had to get uh a waiver to be deployed to Iraq. Uh, he and I were deployed over there in 2003. And then, um, for that white waiver, he had to go to the hospital, uh, monthly blood screenings to make sure that the cancer didn't come back. And he was en route in the back of a medevac helicopter to one of those bi-monthly blood screenings when it was shot down and everybody was killed oh in action. God, and, uh, I was deployed there at the time. I came back to his funeral, uh, Excuse me, and then uh, started pursuing this dream in country music that I've been chasing since Uh, I was still on active duty when I started going after it. But uh, and then in 2013, on December 17th, my brother-in-law Randy Billings was piloting a Black Hawk in Afghanistan, and a uh, ground exploded Mm -hmm. improvised explosive device, IED, as everybody knows them, uh, blew the tail boom off of his Black Hawk that he was piloting on a mountainside and uh, a passenger was ejected from the helicopter and survived actually and then the rest of the crew was killed in action so he became a two-time Gold Star family at that point.
1: My gosh man I, I can't imagine what that must have felt like not once but twice. Um, yeah I
0: mean it's its not something I would wish on anybody one time much less twice but um, one of the things that we all know going into serving is that that it's a possibility it still doesn't make it any less human when it happens it still doesn't make it hurt any less knowing that it's a possibility it's not like although it's a possibility you don't want it to happen sure um <clears throat> so um no i mean how, it, how do you grieve? How,
1: how do you deal with that kind of loss what, what was your grieving process
0: Everybody deals with with the loss differently, and for me, it took me almost two years to look at a black hawk even flying in the sky. You get, you know, the sounds of them. You learn the sounds of them when you're around aviation, and and um, you know, I couldn't look up in the sky Jeez. for almost, or, or even look at one. Uh, and I was stationed on Fort Rucker, where they're flying all over the place. Right after um, I was redeployed back from uh, Iraq, and spent a couple months in Germany, then was restationed to Rucker, but. Um, Wow. You know, it's uh everybody deals with their loss differently. Mm-hmm. I uh, the last day my brother uh when my brother died was I actually flew that day in Iraq and uh that was the last day I ever flew a Blackhawk. And um I became attack officer at Warren Officer career, at Candidate School and uh, essentially like Lewis Gossip Junior, an officer and a gentleman and then a academic instructor and in leadership an instructor in leadership development. Mm-hmm. Um for both Warrant Officer Candidate School and Warrant Officer Career College. And um, you know for me, I, my, my outlet um, was music started to become music. Uh, in 2015, shortly thereafter, <clears throat> excuse me, I competed in the military auto competition on Fort Rucker and uh, got runner up. When the when the winner went to the national competition, Fort Rucker had their 50th anniversary celebration. And uh, I got to, I met up with the non-commissioned officers from the army band that were playing off post in a rock band and they needed a country music front, man. So I uh, started playing in the bar scene with them and and, uh, local bar scene around Fort Rucker and Enterprise and Dothan uh, and Northern Florida. And then Mm -hmm. made set a goal for myself to progress every six months to the next level, to the medium sized clubs and large sized clubs. And that was my focus, you know. I made a promise to myself every time I got on stage that I would tell Aaron's story. At the time, and because we still were only a one-time Gold star family at that time, and then um, you know it was uh, music was my was my dealing with it, you know. And and I can't say that I dealt with it perfectly, sure, by any stretch of the imagination. I you know I I pushed people away. I uh, walled myself off to. Uh, you know, to open them, open up my heart to anybody for quite some time. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody deals with it differently. And, um, uh, but I, I can uh, say that I had the fuel, uh, to a fire that, that was, uh, you know, not going to burn out because I had Aaron in my corner and I progressed rapidly up through the, uh, to the larger shows and opening up for within a year and a half, opening up for national acts like Blake Shelton and Craig Morgan and Montgomery Gentry and trace Atkins. Wow. Um, yeah, so I mean the music was my way of dealing. It was my way of healing and, and it and it has been since. And then when it happened again with Randy, it was a gut punch and to our entire family all over again. And mm-hmm. um you know, it just uh it just added more fuel to the fire.
1: Yeah, so you've used um, it as motivation.
0: <clears throat> and, and yeah, I mean absolutely because I mean they sacrificed their lives so that we could live freely in this beautiful nation of ours to chase our dreams and if I didn't you know chase my dreams to the best of my ability and you and use an opportunity of freedom that I've been given because of their sacrifice to the best of uh, you know the best possible way uh, then I was doing it a disservice service to their sacrifice
1: that's beautiful what, what does it make you feel when you see these professional athletes over the last several years kneeling during the, the national anthem
0: pisses me off I mean they' they're allowed to express uh, you know their First Amendment rights and I don't, I don't disagree with that. Um, I just think that everybody has a time and an, and an opportunity uh, to make a difference in their communities, and knowing the people that you're smacking in the face when you're doing it, um, and uh, you know, it, it's just a uh, it, it it's something that that I was definitely not happy about. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. If you want to talk about being suppressed, or you're upset with the, the way societies are. There's different ways to go about it, but but to uh, spit on the those, like you said, the people that have given their lives for our freedom, to me, that's what it was. It was kind yeah, of just and, disrespect. And,
0: and quite, quite honestly, I, I don't think that that was... A lot of folks would may disagree with me. I don't think that that was the intent behind it. I just... Like I said, I mean, I we fought for everybody's rights to be free, to, to do it. I get to to write the kind of music that I want to and and perform how I want to. And and in a professional circumstance, I make decisions on stage or whatever it may be that, that could potentially, um, you know, I I have to make the decisions to to do the right thing and, uh, and consider the audience because it's an entertainment thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, sport professional sports, you know, if they're not selling football tickets and they're not making plays, you know, they're, they're not, they're not doing well. Um, it's because it, it's an entertainment business, really, and you have to make those decisions when you're pl- placed in a platform like that. Um, yes. And be and be willing to face the consequences. And as as everyone saw, the NFL started facing the consequences when they were hemorrhaging money because um, it it offended a lot of folks. Yep. And you know. I, I don't disagree with their right to protest. I just disagree with the method and the and the message that they were sending with the pig socks and different things like that. I just think it was, it yeah. was asinine. Un- un-
1: unintended consequences uh, I agree with you it might that wasn't their intent to say you know, fuck the military, but no that's the way it came across to a lot of folks absolutely uh, well uh, you, you know so you've so you have taken these tragic events and you've turned your this music thing I, I wonder if you would be here right now today if, if you didn't lose your brothers do you think you ever think about that where you would be oh, today? I, think ab-
0: I think about it all the time yeah. I mean it, I I always say things to folks it's like we're in this coronavirus situation everything good bad or indifferent happens for a reason it does everything happens for a reason and and we as human beings have a choice to respond to whatever situation that we're in, in whatever way we want to. That's the beauty of this country. We can respond to it however we want. And my choice was to, to use their sacrifices as my motivator to want to be even more successful. And I, I didn't have a, a dream to go after a country, uh, you know, chase this country music dream to, to try and play in stadiums and arenas across the nation when this happened. I, I was perfectly fine with, being an aviator and, and staying in the life where I was at. But, um, when I was in flight school, I started doing karaoke and singing competitions before I was restationed to Germany. And I found something that I loved to do. I mean, it was, it was so, I had so much fun doing it. I found that I could connect with an audience really well. Uh, wasn't the best vocalist in the world. And I knew that I wasn't a trained vocalist and I was starting off late and late in life doing it. And it was something that was fun, and it was also helping me pay the bills because I was winning. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was apparent that the that the audience was uh, enjoying what they were they were seeing. So, so I, you know, I, I that moment when the when Aaron died, you know, it took me a little bit, but I, to to get over that fog. But I realized that I was letting life pass me by, and and I really needed to do something or wanted to do something in his honor, but also something that I was passionate about. Um, because don't get me wrong, I think being an aviator is cool, and I think it's a it's it's an awesome uh, it's an awesome thing to do, have said I did it and live that life. Um, but there is nothing like going out on stage and performing in front of forty thousand people plus, uh, like I did at AT and T Stadium. Your folks listening can find that the uh, the video on YouTube uh, there in in Texas and um, there's nothing like that. And first off, I'm not. Worried about losing my life every time I go up and uh, go up in the air, uh, which is <laughs> right. what was you know what was happening there yeah. and um and I, you, I still get to serve and inspire and and bring people together through a positive message uh, and I think that that you know has been the 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 best thing about all of this
1: oh that's beautiful uh I was listening to your song the um still our president right before we came on yeah, what a great tune man.
0: What a catchy, yeah, fun.
1: great, ca- catchy! Uh, how did that? How did that all come about?
0: Well, Chad Prather and I are—we've um, uh, been friends on Facebook for quite some time, and we met a couple shot shows ago, a couple years back, and um, you know, just kind of hung out for a minute and really hit it off, and, and uh, hung out with him again for a little bit uh, at this shot show, and then you know, I just shot him a message and said, "Hey, man, uh, I'm going to be." can I get on your show and talk about, um, uh, a short film public service announcement that we're doing in the fight against human trafficking to my single arrival. Uh, can I get on cause we need some help getting this thing funded? And he said, sure, come on. And well, I just, well, it just so happened. I was flying from Nashville to Dallas out to uh, South Dakota for a sacred mountain retreat. It's a non nonprofit retreat center. Actually it's, it's a retreat center to support uh, our heroes on, on PTS but they um uh, you know we were doing an event for them to raise money for the for that retreat center mm-hmm. and I was flying back through Dallas and I just changed my flight and ended up getting on a show and while I was there I said hey dude you know what do you think about writing a song together I got an idea um, you know Trump jr posted on his Instagram and I'm, I'm one of his it, it seems it's interesting because when I comment on his page I always end up being the top commentator, I don't know what happened. I was going to ask you, that's there. how
1: I came across you. I was going to say that during this chat. that The yeah. reason I came across you is I followed Donald Trump Jr., who obviously follows you, uh, which I yeah. want to find out how, what the connection is there. But, but every time you comment, your name would come up. I'm like, who's this dude, Ryan Weaver Country? <laughs> I'm sure yeah. you've gotten a lot of hits from that.
0: Um, well, yeah, I'll you know. on a tangent there. Uh, we'll, we'll, go back to that. If you just remind me, I'll tell you how I got in with Donald of Trump course, and then, sure, um, sure. Uh, but I'll finish this cause I'll end up forgetting what yeah. I was going to tell you. Yeah. My mind is all scattered. But so anyway, I, uh, I decided Donald Trump post junior posted on his page, uh, a picture of his dad and Nancy Pelosi behind him with a, And he was dad's holding guitar guitar. said, we got a love song for you. It's called he's still your president. And I said, if, if there's anyone because if anybody's seen his uh his his song when snowflakes cry uh and <laughs> friends and friends in safe spaces chad prather's got some hilarious parody songs and he's a funny funny dude mm-hmm. and he's also very gracious so i mean i, I said hey Lou, i got this idea for a song let's write it so we he liked the idea i got on it was on a show um he liked the idea you guys can look up episode 204 uh i was on that one talking about my arrival um short film psa on human trafficking that we're working with the benghazi heroes for nice, uh, with and nice. um but anyway uh and then so we wrote this song just a, a couple I, I was on the show on we filmed it on tuesday i f- flew back i filmed it on a wednesday flew back thursday we wrote the song on Friday, and he flew me back there on Sunday so we could record on Monday, uh, record the song. Wow. So we ended up... Yeah, we write, wrote it, uh, and then I brought Craig Wilson, who co-wrote my song, Burn. Uh, if you folks out there haven't seen that music video, that has two of the Benghazi survivors, Chris Peronto and John Tigan in it. Uh, clips from the movie 13-Hour Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Um, it was a pretty killer video. Really had a good time filming that one and putting that one together. Nice. But, um... Anyway, so yeah, we got back down there, recorded it and and uh it's it's out now and and if you've got an iPhone, you can actually get it as a ringtone, and that's pretty fun to have somebody call you in the middle of a, a shopping <laughs> sh- shopping yeah. uh, trip yeah. out there when you're when you're doing social distancing and you have your ringer up, yeah you know on full blast, and everybody's there, and he's still your president <laughs> in spite of, and, But anyway um. That's yeah, awesome. so that's how that it's went down. It's a great tune,
1: man. So catchy. Great song. Great lyrics. It's a feel good patriotic song. I mean it's just
0: Yeah, it really is. It's awesome but well, it also it's 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 a conservative focused song and we know that and um it's it's just kind of taken Taking puns, uh, er, taking jokes at the stupid stuff that's happened since the president came down that escalator. Yeah. And um, but you're kind of you know, reminding
1: we, everybody, you, regardless of what side you are. Again, you're reminding you know what guys show a little respect. He's still the guy. You know, he's our president. You want him to succeed. If he's oh, doing I, right I, things, I, you know, we're all we're all winning at the end.
0: it's, it's, it's amazing how it's amazing how many people legitimately want the leader of the free world to fail mm-hmm. just just mm-hmm. so that they can say that they won. And it's absolutely, yes. it's absolutely ludicrous. Yes. It's I, Why not rally behind the leadership in this country, especially during a time like this, as opposed to having to sit there and listen. Jim Acosta is just one of the most irritating people in the, on the planet. But just every single question is a negative leading question that is, why not try and get out information that's going to help the American people as opposed to just... Attack the president. It's and that's and when you're fo- as you're following me on on Trump Jr.'s page, I'm sure you can see that that's a theme of my my comments. It's just I don't I don't go on other people's pages. I don't go on uh, liberal pages and attack other people's comments. I don't go on. You know, I you're don't. You're not don't, trolling do anybody. That.
1: You're not trolling anyone. Yeah.
0: No, I'm not. I don't go and do that. And it's amazing the majority of the people that end up commenting on my comments are folks coming in to troll trump jr's page and just spew hate Mm -hmm. so anyway but the way that i got got connected with trump jr uh, i met him personally when i sang the national anthem i I performed at madison square garden in 2018 uh, with the professional bull riders and i actually sang the national anthem for him and his family um during the the next day's performance so i got to i got to meet him and, and hang out with him uh, uh, on the dirt for a little bit, and uh, you know it's pretty pretty cool to to get to meet the president's son, and he's a, he's a guy's guy, a gal's guy. He's, I mean, he's just an all American. Yeah. As much as as much as everybody bags on the the fact that he, they are a wealthy family, he he's as blue collar understanding as anybody yeah. uh, out there, and and he's he does every, he's if you look at his. Personal activities, what he does for for fun and what he does for recreation, he does what every country boy does out there, um, you know, or hunter, even if you're not a country boy. But um, so it is what it is, and folks are going to judge. They're going to say the things that they want to they they want to say. But it seems as if there a whole there's a whole lot of stone throwing in glass houses right now.
1: Yes, yes, there does. So that's uh, that's interesting. So you sung you sung the national anthem at this event. Him and his family were uh, taking part in. And yeah. you guys hit it off, obviously, and you guys have remained friends through social media since. And that was just what a year I, and a half ago.
0: I, I can't say that we're friends, and I'm not. I'm not claiming that. I met him, and, and right. you know, and, and I got to spend a few minutes with him. But I, I can't say that we're friends. But I can say he he did remember um, me singing the anthem. But also, you know, I, I followed him on Facebook, and he our fo- Instagram, and he followed me back. Um, but I think it was because a few of my comments, um, you know, I. I I write for a living as a songwriter. Um, I like writing. Uh, I was going to be an English major and an English teacher. That was when I was coming out of high school. I enjoy writing. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, the, the, the cool thing about, so, you know, the Instagram post is generally speaking, if I'm not doing it drunk, um, I have time to think about what I'm doing um, and, and what I'm going to put down and, and articulate something. But you also have to catch it at the right time because, Here's the funny thing about it. A lot of folks think that I'm the first one to comment on his page and I'm not. I'm never the first one to comment on his page. I could comment on it at the be the the 1000th comment on his page and it still ends up at the top of it his feed somehow and I don't know how but it does. And I end up getting a lot I mean a ton of likes and whatnot because people appreciate um, me me wanting to be truthful about it. And also rebutting some of the stupid crap that people say in return, yeah, um, yeah, you know those those conversations. But he followed me, and I think it was because of a few of the few of the comments that I made that were, uh, I think he found legitimate um, and and yeah,
1: support you know, of <laughs> it. You're you're you're, you're, artic- yeah. you're articulating a point. You're not just spewing some shit back at people.
0: Right, right. right. And I mean, you know, it's... and once you, If something else that you'll notice. Um, because I don't ever get go back into the personal. I don't ever people personally attack my comments and everybody else's comments on there all the time. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, I, I never I never personally attack somebody back because I'm not. Most of the time, the people that are on there have fake Instagram accounts, don't have pictures up. They're, they're, they create the they create the account just to go on on conservative pages and troll them mm-hmm. and you know spread the hate. And I don't I don't attack them back. I. I Oh, well, I'm happy to call him ignorant. I'm happy to call him blind. I'm, I'm happy to call him because they're just blindly following whatever information's being put out there and not doing their own research. And don't get me wrong when I say this. President Trump, when he opens up his mouth, doesn't always say the right things. He doesn't. And everybody knows that. We didn't, we didn't vote him in because we knew he was perfectly articulate and could read a teleprompter like Obama could and get nothing done correct he's not he's not that way and we understand that even donald trump jr doesn't say everything perfectly neither do i neither does any other human being out there but it's amazing how it all gets picked apart and and people take they cut and paste out of context, whatever they want to hear, and they don't even do their own research when it comes down to it. They just listen to the chimacastas of the world and, and the Cuomos of the world that, that just that would never have a good thing to say about the president no matter what.
1: i got to tell you, it's interesting going back to the comment you made earlier about being in entertainment and you have a platform and there's unintended consequences. Obviously, you know when you're giving this uh, Trump supportive narrative and, and this conservative stance there's going to be a, a population of about half the people that probably aren't going to want to listen to your music so uh, my question for you is um, obviously you're not concerned by that but that's something that's probably tough for a lot of artists to deal with so what's, wh- how, how have you been able to handle yourself in such a way?
0: Well, I will tell you this um, I'm a former military guy and I do primarily patriotic music I guarantee you that most of my demographic will agree with the things that I have to say. <laughs>
1: okay. My
0: targeted my targeted demographic um, for for country music and for uh, the kind of music that I do, um, my target my targeted demographic, generally speaking, will agree with what I have to say. And I, and I want you to understand something. Um, I'm a I'm a massive Trump supporter, but I'm also, you know, when I was in the military my my i swore to uphold and defend and support the constitution of the united states and the leaders of our country um you didn't disparage the president you didn't say bad things about the president i retired under obama Mm -hmm. Uh, i served under bush and obama um my brother died under bush uh my you know my brother-in-law died under obama Mm -hmm. um Everybody hated every one of those presidents for some reason or another, or had something bad to say about them. If some for for some reason or another, and and I chose to support him, I voted for Obama, and I don't care what anybody thinks about that. I voted for him on the first time, not the second time. I voted him the first time because, quite honestly, uh, if you looked at the field that was out there, he looked like the best possibility. But then we got you know once again the. You go back to what this president said when he was becoming president and what Obama said he would do when he was going to become president and did which one of them have delivered on everything that they said that they were going to do or almost everything that he he didn't have to go through.
1: I hear you. I hear you a lot. You know, I, I don't yeah.
0: understand why. But anyway, so, yeah, I mean, I, I take a risk when it comes down, comes to yeah. if you have a president that is delivering on – the things that he said he was going to do no president's going to be able to deliver on every single thing because they have to deal with both sides, with the house and the senate he's um, had
1: he's had to deal with more the, the, more garbage from the people in politics than any president i've ever seen
0: i i just wish i just wish if we could see for 6 months or a year i i would love to be able love to see the other side of the aisle, actively tried to work with him. We thought that was happening when they first proposed this bill that was coming out. And then you got to see the true face when Nancy Pelosi threw all that extra crap in there. And I'm trying to figure out why is it if the Senate is putting this together, they're paying attention to what the House has got to throw in there after the fact when it was already ready to go on a bipartisan basis. It, it was a perfect It's a perfect example in in real time. It's a perfect example of of why or what we've seen in the in the destructive nature of the way the government has been running, just because they hate one man. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. and I don't get it. When I, your I mean, hate,
1: hate for somebody is so much more than your love for your own country, that's what I've seen.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I, but the thing is, I just don't. I don't if. if I think that every single American would love to see everybody working together up there for the American people. Yes, I, I really I don't would, care what I, you
1: are. D R. Independent.
0: It doesn't it matter. matter Liberal, libertarian. It doesn't matter. Me, I would yeah. love to see.
1: Yeah.
0: I would love to see them on both sides of the aisle working for the American people together on something. And. I don't. You know, when, I
1: gotta tell you, I, over to the Trump thing and the uh, ele- upcoming election. I don't know how. I mean, I cannot believe that they're going into battle with Joe Biden. I mean, no offense, no offense, oh, but that's the best they have right now. That is so scary.
0: I've commented on that multiple times, and I think that yeah. the, the. I think the the bottom line is we we. It's not over until it's over. And um, we don't know what's going to happen because the Democrats are willing to take Sanders' legs out from underneath him more than once. Mm-hmm. And um, even when he had the strongest following, um, and it was evident that Joe Biden can't have a conversation past three sentences without forgetting where he was, where he is, and his name. Um, yeah, it's so scary. It, it, it's it's amazing yeah. that you can have someone with legitimate sexual assault allegations against you, and the, there's not a single story on the on the news about it um you know on the mainstream media about it uh i you know it's clear facts are clear um when it comes down to it um that they have put up i think a lame duck
1: yeah that's exactly right i just don't
0: know i just don't know if they're um you know what what their plan is because there's no way I, i just don't understand I'm looking at it and I'm baffled. Like this, I'm baffled this is, too. Yeah, this is really the best that you've got
1: to offer? I, I don't know if you have little kids, man, but I do. And I'm telling you, I can't get through a 30-minute phone call without somebody screaming. I mean, these kids are unbelievable. Do you have any kids? I hear my dog; oh, yeah. they're screaming up there. Somebody's upset. Unreal. Oh, I don't.
0: I don't. I don't hear them. But okay, um, that's good. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I i heard the one right right when you said something then i started yeah. listening to it but um uh uh but i don't ha- i have kids but they're not living they're they're older
1: oh, okay all right yeah 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 it's uh hard to believe it's gonna be uh i think it's gonna be a, a complete he he's gonna really wipe the slate clean with these guys this time if he was able to win it four years ago uh I don't see how he loses in 2020 let's just say what has he not done uh anyone that voted for him in 2016 why would you not vote for him in 2020? Uh, obviously, he was even worse when it came to his um, political correctness and, and his uh, stature and the things he said. He was even more out of control, more unhinged back in 2016, and you voted for him. Why would you not vote for him now after all the results and everything he's done? So that's, yeah, my, I mean, that's my take on it.
0: I, I think that there's been more accomplished. The uh, House and Senate have had to work harder... Um, I don't think that I've seen a president. Everybody, you know, it's funny that they count uh, the biggest thing, you know, rebuttal that most leftists have is they count the number of golf games he's played and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, well, if he's getting 15 things done to the one thing that Obama was getting done in a month. Um, and he goes and plays more golf games that not just means he's working smarter and smarter and not harder. Right. I mean, we all want to be able to work smarter and not harder, but we're seeing results from his actions and, and the and the things that are happening for this country. And the bottom line is what has he done for this country uh, that, that has hurt this country as far as the policies that have been put out and the changes that have been made? What has he done that has hurt this country? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't I would love for somebody to be able to answer that. What has he done specifically yes. that has hurt this country? That's right. Um, Anyone and, listening and,
1: right now, go to Ryan Weaver Country on Instagram and send them a, a, a message that we could all see publicly, and and tell him what what he's asking you to tell him right now. Because I'd like to see that too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, if, if there are things that. You know, and you can't count the coronavirus because this is an unprecedented situation that no one, the entire world was prepared for, not just the USA, because no one knew with the information that was being withheld um, and the the amount of things that were happening in China. We all know the facts. We're all seeing it. Um, Nobody was prepared for this. You can't count the unemployment rate now. You can't count, you know, the stock market now can't look at before all of this went down the way that everything was going on. And then look at the response that, that they've had, which is they've had to be reactive because I don't know about you, man, but if you look at every single new press briefing, they're doing about this coronavirus, there's the doctors are putting out new information that they're learning. The best minds in the world are putting out brand new information that they didn't know before as the data is being collected. And how, how would any president be able to, if they're not a, a medical professional? How would any president know, uh, be able to foresee what we're seeing right now ahead of time? If, she, if the doctors weren't seeing it ahead of time, I yeah, mean, no, just,
1: nobody could. Of course, of course. But not. I think
0: the response—I think the response is as good as it gets. I think that they're actively responding to it. I think that the um, the media is doing everything that they can to to downplay the response to it. Uh, I was watching the the uh, uh, interview from the View where uh, the governor of California uh, could do nothing but praise what uh, the president and the government has done mm-hmm. to get them what they need. Um, and you know the it, 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 it's both sides of the aisle once again working with each other yes. to make yeah amazing it, things. Happen. I mean, if you
1: can't work together in a time like this, then then shame on you. You shouldn't be representing us uh, in government. And this is yeah. the one time you put all that crap aside. Um, listen, man, obviously you have a, a lot of exciting things happening in your career. Uh, I think the social media thing has been probably helpful for you, uh, regardless if people like or You're not going to make everyone happy anyways. so um, it's continuing to elevate your profile. You don't have any uh, shows scheduled in the, in the meantime, you said. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. All of my, uh, all of my shows and speaking engagements and, and all that, um, if, if we had anything before June, it was canceled. Um, if we had anything in the works, uh, even for the fall, people are hesitating on, uh, to see what, what is going to happen with all of this before they're hiring. So my prime sources, primary sources of income, uh, are gone, but, uh, I, I will say this: I'm partner brands with multiple American, com, uh, you know, American companies. I have a I'm a partner brand with Nine Line Apparel. I have uh, five designs with them to include ball caps. So if anybody wants to, you know, to to support, if you have purchasing power out there, I've got some pretty cool designs. If you search, go on Nine Line Apparel and search Ryan Weaver, uh, or go under their partnership brands, you'll find Ryan Weaver. I'm on one of I think their are t- ten or twelve partnership. Partner brand, awesome. uh and we'll put that. Uh, in sure.
1: the, we'll link that up in the notes.
0: That'll be great. And yep. then Liberty Home Concealment. A lot of folks are buying firearms right now. Uh, if you want a place to put them, uh, we have some pretty amazing home concealment flags that are handcrafted by a small company out of Kentucky called Liberty Home Concealment. You just search the Ryan Weaver Heroes line or Ryan Weaver on there, and there are multiple, uh, multiple variations of the flags. We have an EMS, Fire, Dispatch, Law Enforcement, Armed Forces, Corrections, Heroes, Hero flag that I think pretty awesome, but we also have uh, a couple more killer designs, Greater Love Hath No Man Than This, uh, and, uh, nice. and a silhouette flag, pretty killer stuff, we got big ones and minis, and then um, Forged America does all my leather, we have Remember Everyone Deployed Red bl- Bracelets, now that everybody's on the front lines essentially in the United States deployed essentially against an invisible uh, enemy. Where, where folks are wearing those on Fridays for our medical workers as well. Um, and last but certainly not least, uh, actually I actually have two Lane Boots. Uh, if anybody wants to buy some cowboy boots, Lane Boots, L A N E. Uh, search Ryan Weaver on there. We've got some patriotic uh, Old Glory boots. And then Soldier Socks, S O L E D I E R Socks. They are donating a pair of, of socks. To every uh, for every pair of heroes socks, my Ryan Weaver hero socks, um, they're donating a pair to medical professionals out there. Uh, so check that out. I just posted about it on my Instagram at Ryan Weaver Country.
1: Beautifully said, my friend. Um, and also, your the song that we talked about uh, is streaming now. I assume it's can you people can get it on what Apple Podcast, uh, Apple iTunes, all that.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, quite honestly, the streams get me point zero 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 seven cents cents a stream, mm-hmm. and, uh, but it's streaming on every streaming service. But if you want to download it, um, that helps us out. I think we get 60 cents or something like that between the three writers. But um, it still helps out, and it also moves us up the iTunes charts. Right, but exactly. uh, go on there. We need reviews and comments on the song as well. Reviews and comments, get it noticed and highlighted. Helps us out. Yeah, he's still your president. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. Beautiful. Thanks, brother. Ryan Weaver Country. Check him out, everybody. Hey, uh, we'll stay in touch. We'll, we'll, I'll be watching you on social media, and uh, look forward to seeing how this election pans out.
0: Right on. And everything I just talked about, you can go to weavercountry.com. My website, it's all on there as well.
1: Awesome, man. Thanks, Ryan. All right. Take care. Take care now. Bye-bye.